Penny here, today in the garden. Behind us, of course, had to be the most drunken woman in all of Manchester that evening. Anyway, it's always me. It's always me in front of that person. <laughs> Do email in if it's also always you. So finally, the dustpan and the brush have been reunited because they were very separate in very separate places in the garden. One was up the end, one was down the bottom. And all I want to do today is play in my greenhouse. Now, let's get into what we're going to get into today. And we're going to be doing a little experiment with tomatoes. We're going to do tomato trim back. Gentle job, nothing too taxing because it's been a bit of a bit of a difficult week. And the word on the street with the tomatoes is to cut them back so they can carry on ripening. Because there's lots of fruits on these vines. Um, oh, they feel warm. Warm green tomatoes. But I'm a bit worried because there isn't that much sun and there isn't that much warmth that they're not going to ripen. So apparently the advice is cut everything back and they can put all their energies into the fruit. Well, I'm, I'm up for that. I wasn't convinced, was I, at the beginning of the summer about, um, I'm going to make a big pile of that on the floor, about the power of the grow bag. <laughs> but I was a bit of a doubting Thomas and I shouldn't have been because they have done nothing but provide wonderful fruit. I have to really have a good inspection of what's what. Let's see what, um, see if I'm cutting any fruit off. So it's quite a mixture at the moment. There's quite a bit of confusion going on with the tomato. It's shooting up right up to the top of the glass and more yellow little flowers are coming off. It thinks it's on a mission. It thinks, oh great, I'll just keep producing fruit at the top here. But no, it shouldn't be. It's not gonna do anything, is it? Let's face it. It's not gonna have tomatoes growing off it in November. So I'm going to leave the ones with the, t with the green fruit on as a kind of hopeful, oh, hopeful gardening. That's what we do, isn't it? We're just hopeful. Sometimes we think, oh, that's a good theory. I'm going to go for that and maybe it'll pay off. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't. That's the thing. So why have I had a taxing week? Well, I've been out. We went to Manchester Cathedral, not for anything religious, may I say, but to watch an orchestral homage, a tribute to Daft Punk, Daft Punk. And it was evening time, it was half past nine at night, very late for me, I'm normally in bed by 10, in city centre Manchester, in a beautiful environment, candlelight, candlelight orchestral Daft Punk. It was a bit crackers, but it was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous and I had a bit of a weep I, I, I'm not gonna lie I'm slightly embarrassed in front of my family <laughs> by my middle-aged menopausal weeping and I've got a lot on you know and it was moving so what can I I'm not gonna lie I had a bit of a weep and now I've, I've, look, I've got a bit of a conundrum here I've got five <laughs> sorry tight hard tomatoes dangling on what is quite an old crisp crispy stalk i'm just going to leave them that's it if there's any doubt 
just leave it out. So it was really, it was a really nice treat. We had a lovely time and the orchestra was brilliant and the environment was brilliant and our seats were in perfect position. And then behind us, of course, had to be the most drunken woman in all of Manchester that evening and who was having a lovely time, but quite loudly having a lovely time. And now it always puts you in a bit of a pickle, that, doesn't it? Because you want to tell them to shut the up she would say things she'd be chatting with her mate and I know that her name was Emma because she talked about herself in the third person anyway I said to myself I said Emma you've got to stop doing that haven't you it's like well really nice music's being played and then the orchestra would come to an end and it would end one track and it would just be about to pick up into the next one and the audience are really sitting there appreciating the the fine music and she'd pipe up come on crack on <laughs> like telling the audience telling the orchestra to get on with it anyway um i did turn around at one point and through my smile went can you please stop talking and she just smiled at me and was quiet for five minutes and then started talking again. So my husband managed to rein himself in and didn't turn around and tell her to shut the fudge up. So, so, you know, you just have to take those things as hilarious moments, don't you? Anyway, it's always me. It's always me in front of that person. (laughs) Do email in if it's also always you in front of that person. Um, And what you do about it. Any tips? So this has been a roaring success. I'm really pleased with all these tomatoes and there's a lot more light in the greenhouse now. And so hopefully they'll ripen up. We'll see what happens anyway. This is a very big contrast to last year's tomato efforts where we actually ended up in the emergency room with my mum at one point uh, looking at the problem of growing tomatoes. Didn't get one single sniff of tomato last year. And in fact, it's all in the podcast Tomato ER, if you want to have a go. And, um, oh, that's just one fall to the ground. It doesn't bode too well, does it? Oh, well, let's have a listen to that and uh, begin to understand the positive journey into tomato success. Mm-hmm.